Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Germantown, 34 Annandale. We are, if I can click here to see if anything's changed, we are looking at 33 degrees now in our nation's capital where the time this early Wednesday morning is 159. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 13th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 2 a.m. hour on TOP Wednesday for you. A fresh sign that the Capitals and Wizards may leave D.C. and move to Northern Virginia. I'm Dick Uliano. But as you might imagine, D.C. is not giving up without a fight. Why hundreds of metro workers could receive pink slips next year? After hearing about possible metro cuts, riders react. It's a death spiral. It's not good. I'm Nick Einelli. Congress questions the GSA and FBI about the process for picking a new headquarters. I'm John Doman. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome in 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. A 61-year-old actor you've been watching on television for decades has died. Chicago-born actor Andre Brower had his breakthrough role in the 1989 movie Glory and appeared in the TV comedy Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Martin Ormancup. He was a great partner. Smart, loyal, homophobic, but not racist. In those days, that was pretty good. Brower's publicist says the actor died after a short illness. Andre Brower won two Emmys and was nominated 11 times. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. Israel continues its relentless attacks on Hamas targets in Gaza, says CBS's Ramio Innocencio in Tel Aviv. In Rafa, different generations are mourning the loss of their families' futures after intense Israeli strikes killed at least 20 people, according to the Hamas-run health ministry. The Israeli military is consolidating control in the north, demolishing a U.N. school allegedly used by Hamas in Beit Hanun. Israeli soldiers cheering. President Biden, however, says the Israeli government is beginning to lose support around the world and needs to make changes. And the U.N. General Assembly on Tuesday voted overwhelmingly to demand a ceasefire in Gaza. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was in Washington asking President Biden and congressional Republicans for more military aid. He says the talks went well. Today's discussions in the White House and in Congress across both parties and both chambers with a speaker, we are very productive, and I thank you for the bipartisan support. Republicans, however, say they won't approve more aid until President Biden presents a plan for strengthening the southern border. After a series of recalls over the past year, the FDA has now released a new warning about eye drops, says CBS's Alexander Tin on the Health Watch. The agency now says it is out with new red flags. It says Americans should heed when picking eye drops. The FDA says that any eye drops labeled as homeopathic or that are being marketed to treat serious conditions like glaucoma or cataracts over the counter are being illegally sold and should not be purchased. Is the U.N. climate conference in Dubai ending in failure? CBS has been tracing. You're hearing increasingly people complaining that this process is broken because you need all 198 countries to agree on basically every word of the language of this agreement that it's very hard to get any aggressive action that really meets the moment that we're in. Inspectors have discovered a critical structural failure in one of the busiest bridges in Rhode Island. They now closed its westbound side in Providence to begin a months-long repair job. The Washington Bridge, built in the 1960s, carries Interstate 195 over the Seekonk River from Providence to East Providence, serving as a key gateway to the city. 
This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. Commercial message. He was born in an obscure village, the child of a peasant woman. He never wrote a book. He never held an office. He never went to college. He never traveled more than 200 miles from the place where he was born. He went through a mockery of a trial and was nailed upon a cross between two thieves. And when he died, he was laid in a borrowed tomb. Nineteen centuries have come and gone, and today he is still the centerpiece of the human race. All the armies that ever marched, all the navies that ever sailed, all the parliaments that ever sat and all the kings that ever reigned put together have not affected the life of man on this earth as powerfully as this one solitary life. Not a sermon, just a thought, and Merry Christmas. For more information, check out our website, notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. WTOP at 204. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 13th, 2023. Clear, another cold one by daybreak. Veronica says the low should be somewhere between 30 and 35. We're pretty much there. We're at 36 in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along for your early 2 a.m. hour Wednesday morning ride. Our top local story this hour as we roll into this day together. Just today, Tuesday, after a group of Virginia lawmakers okayed the idea of building a new home for the Caps and the Wizards. Sources tell WTOP this morning that monumental sports owner Ted Leonsis and Virginia's governor, Glenn Youngkin, will appear together later this Wednesday morning. The appearance will happen in the rapidly growing Potomac Yard neighborhood of Alexandria. There are no details of a deal, but the Potomac Yard site near the river offers ample space and the new Potomac Yard metro station. Jaron Price, president and CEO of the downtown D.C. Business Improvement District, says losing the big league play inside Capital One Arena would be a major blow. Every year it brings you know more than 80 home games, more than 2.5 million people to our downtown core, and it contributes greatly to the economic success of the downtown. Team's owner Ted Leonsis has been in talks with the D.C. government to keep the teams in Capital One Arena. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. D.C. isn't going to let Ted Leonsis take the Wizards and the Capitals across the Potomac without a fight, as you might imagine. To that end, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser and Council Chairman Phil Mendelson working together, we're told, this week introducing a new bill that would completely renovate and modernize Capital One Arena. Included in this bill said to be $500 million in funding from the city to be put towards the $800 million renovation project. City leaders also say... They will expedite a review of the approval process for that project. Stay tuned. WTOP at 2.06 Wednesday morning. Let's talk transportation this morning, specifically Metro. Metro's GM is out with a new budget this morning concerning next year that calls for dramatic cuts to the system that millions in our region depend on. Randy Clark says that fewer people riding Metro after the COVID pandemic and increased inflation on top of that has put the agency in the red by 750 million bucks. Some of the proposals on the table, we're told, include increasing train and bus fares by 20 percent, meaning regular metro rail fares could go as high as seven dollars and 20 cents for a trip, shuttering 10 metro stations altogether that see the fewest riders. Metro rail service ending at 10 p.m. seven days a week, getting rid of 67 of the 135 overall bus routes and reducing bus service in general, as well as laying off almost 2,300 full-time Metro employees. 
Rodney Clark says this morning that in order to avoid all those cuts, Metro will need a combined $663 million in additional funding from a combination of Maryland, D.C., and Virginia. You can learn more by going to WTOP.com. This is Nick Ainelli talking to concerned riders on the Metro system, getting their reaction to potential service cuts. That would make the commute a lot longer, be a lot more frustrating. I enjoy living in the district and not owning a car and being near transit, but I might have to finally give in and get a car. I think uh, you'd have an uprising, and I think it wouldn't exactly help the cause of mass transit in the D.C. metro area for sure. So I hope they avoid this. I think it's a really, really bad idea. And we're hearing from the governors of Maryland and Virginia, with Maryland Governor Wes Moore's office saying his administration is committed to seeking solutions to these complex funding challenges. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's office says his administration is committed to working with stakeholders to ensure Metro's long-term viability. And D.C. Council Member Charles Allen, who chairs the Transportation Committee, calls the cuts a worst-case scenario. And he says he's confident that regional leaders agree that they can never become reality. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. Welcome into WTOP, December 13th, where the time now is 2.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Driving and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, good morning to Rick McClure with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Let's head over to Virginia, I-395 north at Route 27. We had a work zone with two left lanes getting by. Work zone on the outbound portion of the 14th Street Bridge toward Route 1, in the express lanes, road work on the left side, 66 west inside the beltway after the Roslyn Tunnel, left lane gets by the uh, work, and I-95, Virginia side, still at speed uh, between the Springfield Interchange and Fredericksburg for the most part, had one confirmed work zone headed south before exit 156 Dale City, and that was along the uh, uh, right side. Through the district southwest, still looking good on both sides of the I-395, 695 portions of the freeway, northbound and southbound 3rd Street Tunnel between New York Avenue and the freeway, looking good. And no issues reported on the 295s, I and DC 295s, that is. And uh, you're still good on the DC side of the Sultan Parkway. Sent over to uh, Maryland, where there is utility work uh, nearby on um, westbound University Boulevard near Dennis Avenue that was along the left side. And the work zone on the westbound side of University Boulevard through Silver Spring that uh, blocks the right side of the roadway between Kerwin Road and Sligo Creek Parkway. Route 50 to the Bay Bridge work zone closes the westbound span. Two-way travel on the eastbound side. I-270 south after Father Hurley Boulevard work zone along the right side. And two work zones set around the Capitol Beltway through Montgomery County. Interloop after the 270 spur left lane blocked. And the outer loop on the Legion Bridge has two left lanes getting by. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. Clear conditions out there here early this morning, and that will allow our temperatures to drop fast. Frosty conditions expected, 20s to lower 30s for temperatures. We'll see partly cloudy skies for your Wednesday afternoon. Still on the chilly side, about 45 to 49 degrees. Expect cooler conditions on Thursday. Back behind a dry cold front. Low to mid-40s expected for Thursday afternoon, but it will be a bright day with sunshine. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. 
It'll be all about the Fed on Wall Street today as policymakers wrap up their final meeting of the year. They're widely expected to leave interest rates unchanged. What investors will be most interested in is the outlook for next year and when the Fed might be ready to begin bringing rates down. Stocks managed modest gains as the Fed meeting began. The Nasdaq led the advance up seven-tenths of one percent. The FCC says it will not give Elon Musk's SpaceX nearly $900 million in subsidy payments for rural Internet service. The agency says SpaceX Starlink satellite-based service was not good enough to qualify for the subsidy. Walgreens would still like to get rid of the U.K. drugstore chain Boots 18 months after scrapping a planned sale. Sources say it has revived talks on a potential exit from the business. An initial public offering in London is seen as one possibility. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. And now the small business buzz packaged by the UPS store. The Small Business Administration delivered a record $50 billion in capital to small businesses in fiscal 23. It does not lend directly to business owners, but rather lenders who do. And its primary business loan program, the 7A, accounted for more than half of lending. But its micro loan program, those are loans under $50,000, helped 5,500 small businesses, a significant portion of which were black and Latino owned. I'm Jeff Glabel. The UPS Store is here to help you be unstoppable this holiday because we're the I want a pack and ship guarantee so I know my gifts are covered store. When it comes to getting your gifts packed and shipped this holiday, we're the one stop right around the corner. Everything you need for every way you holiday store. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Visit the UPSStore.com slash guarantee for full details. The UPS Store locations are independently owned and operated by franchisees of the UPS Store, Inc. Although one or more may be company owned in the USA and by its master licensee and its franchisees in Canada. Product services, prices, and hours of operation may vary by location. In the heart of our city, there are children and families who face enormous challenges. They live in neighborhoods that have been impacted by years of disinvestment and barriers to their success. But there is hope. Horton's Kids is a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering children and families living in D.C.'s most under-resourced communities. We serve 600 children and families living in Southeast D.C. to help them overcome obstacles and thrive. But we can't do it alone. We need your support to continue providing vital resources like tutoring and mentoring, nutritious meals, and enrichment programming to these deserving children. Imagine the possibilities. By investing in Horton's Kids, you're investing in the future of our community and giving children and their families a chance to achieve their dreams. So please join us. Visit Hortonskids.org today to learn more about our programs, volunteer, or make a donation. Together, we can transform lives. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Attention families of Prince George's County Middle and High School students. As a career and technical education student at PGCPS, you can earn college credit in industry certifications or licensing while in high school with no student debt. From IT to construction to engineering, choose from more than 30 programs of study. Plus, find a mentor in your chosen field. Become an apprentice. Get help finding a job and graduate high school with the ability to earn livable wages immediately. Your future starts now at pgcps.org slash CTE. Seating is limited. Apply today. This is WTOP News. 
Let's talk big news in the world of sports around here this morning. Majority owner of the Capitals and Wizards, Ted Leontis, is expected to appear with Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin later this Wednesday morning in Alexandria to apparently formally announce plans about a future move to Potomac Yard. Sources say an agreement to bring the teams to Northern Virginia has all but reached the finish line despite efforts from D.C. to keep the teams playing at Capital One Arena downtown. This morning, WTOP's own Dick Giuliano, who's been working on this story closely, sits down with our Mike Marillo with reaction this hour from one of the leaders of the downtown business community. Jaron Price, who's president and CEO of the downtown D.C. Business Improvement District, says losing the Washington Capitals and Washington Wizards would be a considerable blow. Frankly, it is it is potentially devastating to our downtown economy uh, since 1997. You know, having our sports teams here in the heart of downtown was a key part of the major resurgence of our downtown economy. Our sources are telling us that Ted Leonsis and Governor Youngkin will meet 48 hours after Virginia lawmakers approve the idea of providing a new home for the NHL and NBA teams. They will meet at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning in Potomac Yard. Jaron Price of the downtown D.C. bid says the Capital One Arena sparked nearly $10 billion of investment and development, and it's a gift that keeps on giving. Every year it brings you know, more than 80 home games, more than 2.5 million people to our downtown core, um, and it contributes greatly to the economic success of the downtown. Potomac Yard is a rapidly growing neighborhood in Alexandria, currently hosting Virginia Tech's Innovation Campus, new homes, retail shops, and the Potomac Yard Metro Station. Jaron Price says it's important the district continue talks to keep the teams in D.C. And D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has said in the past she's committed to keeping the teams in Washington. And it's, a, it's important to say, I guess, Dick, now it's still a lot of questions remain, though, especially we haven't heard from D.C. on this and other municipalities as well. We've reached out to D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser this evening. But, Mike, you know, everyone we've talked to this afternoon and this evening is surprised at how rapidly developing this story has become. It was just yesterday this group of Virginia lawmakers approved the notion of moving the team. And then suddenly uh, we were hearing first in the Washington Business Journal, then with our own sources, that this meeting would unfold tomorrow morning, involve the team's majority owner and the governor of Virginia. WTOP's Dick Iuliano and Mike Marillo. Quick look at some of the other top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky met with President Joe Biden and congressional leaders in Washington this week, pressing for more military support as his country's war against Russia goes on. And the U.N. General Assembly voting this week overwhelmingly to demand a ceasefire in Gaza. Keep it here for more in just minutes on WTOP. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Santa, I hope you are having a good day in the North Pole. Is it cold all the time there? Is that why your cheeks are so rosy? My mom says I'm a good helper, but you didn't come last year. Was my chimney broken? I just really hope this year when I wake up, I'm going to see that you came to my house too. Wow. Donate and help the Marines deliver hope to a child in need. Joey from Vermont, a farmer trying to get through the winter. Adriana from South Carolina, a single mother living paycheck to paycheck. Liam from Ohio, an injured father struggling to provide for his family. Hi, 
I'm Shanola Hampton, and I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. All right. Dean, we just got word of a crash along the eastbound side of the Dulles Access Road under Monroe Street that might be along the right side. We're still checking for confirmation on that one. Still at speed on the uh, uh, Virginia side of I-95 between the Springfield Interchange and Fredericksburg. For the most part, we do have one confirmed work zone headed south before exit 156 Dale City, and that has the left lane getting by. 395 north at Route 27, we had a work zone at uh, with two left lanes getting by. South on the outbound side of the 14th Street Bridge in the express lanes toward Route 1, we have a work zone that's on the left side. 66 with work zone set inside the Beltway West after the Roslyn Tunnel with the left lane getting by. Set over to Maryland to the Bay Bridge, Route 50 with work zone that closes the westbound span. Two-way travel on the eastbound side. Also construction that affects the eastbound ramp to Route 8 along the right side headed through Stevensville. Work zone set around uh, eastbound Route 100 through Hanover has the left lane getting by near Coca-Cola Drive. There's also a work zone set up on the westbound side of University Boulevard through Silver Spring. That blocks the right side of the roadway between Curran Road and Sligo Creek Parkway. I-270 work zone south after Father Hurley along the right side. And on the Beltway, two work zones set through Montgomery County. Interloop after the 270 spur that had the left lane blocked. The outer loop on the Legion Bridge has two left lanes getting by. Whitman Walker's new Max Robinson Center has just uh, has just steps away from the Congress Heights Metro, offering dental services, primary care, mental health care, and more. Become a patient at Whitman-Walker.org. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. Light winds under clear skies, and we've got some low temperatures here early this morning. 20s to lower 30s, and there could even be a little bit of patchy frost. Later today, our temperatures will top out in the mid to upper 40s across the area. Expect a few high clouds, no rain expected, but there will be a cold front moving through. That front will send temperatures tumbling for Thursday morning. 20s most neighborhoods with highs in the lower to mid 40s under sunshine. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert weather center mr rogers said look for the helpers you can always find people who are helping thank you to all the first responders who put their lives in danger to help us when my brothers and sisters need them we look out for the helpers because they look out for us Learn how you can help first responders by texting BRAVE to 24365. Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. (laughs) Living on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker. I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org. Benefits what? BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got $1,200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. This is WTOP News. You know, not all high school competitions take place these days on the field or, say, on a court. At one local school, students are squaring off right now in their career fields, from automotive to construction. WTOP's Kate Ryan this morning spends some time with the cosmetology students. 
At Montgomery County's Thomas Edison High School of Technology, the Skills USA competition is underway. Cosmetology teacher Tony Kwan says this is a big week. Where the judges from the industry will be here. Senior Tanisha Sawo says lots of people don't understand there's classwork along with the hands-on experience. Yeah, I feel like people tend to think we like just come here, just do dolls' hairs, do each other's hair. Her classmate, 11th grader Rachel Salgado, explains. But it involves a lot of chemistry. It involves a bunch of infection control. A lot of the things that we learn are things that the students upstairs, the health students, learn as well. The goal is to get to the national competition in June. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. Let's talk local entertainment this morning on WTOP Wednesday. Julia Roberts was nominated for an Oscar for her role opposite Richard Gere in the classic film Pretty Woman. Now, Pretty Woman the Musical arrives locally at the National Theater in D.C. The set is super fun. The lighting is so beautiful on the stages. You're going to get every costume you saw in the movie. All the iconic outfits. You know, her newsboy cap in the beginning of the show. The red opera dress. Ellie Baker plays Vivian Ward, the Hollywood sex worker who falls in love with wealthy businessman Edward, played by Chase Wolf. The famous jewelry box scene where she reaches for it and Richard Gere claps it down. Oh, <laughs> Is that moment in the musical? It is. It absolutely is. And the funniest part is that Chase, he messes with me a little bit every night, and he never snaps it the same time twice. So every night, the reaction is genuine. Pretty Woman runs now through Sunday at National Theater. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Eye on Travel Minute. All eyes will be on Paris next year, because the French capital is hosting the 33rd annual Summer Olympic Games from July 26th through August 11th. Now, if you want to go, the time to book was about two months ago, and you can only do it through the official Paris 2024 ticketing website. But there are still more than 750 events to choose from, while a few are already sold out. The same is true for booking airline flights. Tickets for the Olympic time period are already very high on most airlines, as well as hotels. So here's my suggestion. Stay in London, Brussels, or Amsterdam, and then take the train. For more information, visit petergreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Eye on Travel Minute. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. A busy day of basketball in College Park started with a blowout win for the Maryland women and ended with the men's team beating Alcorn State 105-65 behind the breakout shooting performance they have been waiting for. A season-best 14 of 30 from three-point range, three of them from Jamie Kaiser off the bench as part of his career-high 12 points, telling Big Ten Network. Well, Coach Willard kept saying we got to continue the energy that we have from the Penn State game and then bring it into this game. We couldn't have a trap game, you know, let up against a People think it's a lesser opponent, but they're really not. They're still college basketball players, so we still had to continue to play hard and just do what we do. GW and Georgetown each won comfortably on their home courts as well. The aforementioned Maryland women enjoyed a wire-to-wire 99-51 win over Towson to extend their home win streak to 17 games in front of 70 area elementary schools as part of field trip day. The crowd of nearly 15,000 was Xfinity Center's largest for 